Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. In the shallow left, Simmons coming on with the dive. Did he get it? He did. What a catch by Hunter Simmons. Wow, an all-out dive, and he makes the catch for the first out of the third inning. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Grounds it first base, gets past the first baseman down the right field line. Two will score. Here comes Simmons. He's being waved home. He will slide in safely. It's a three-run triple off the bat of Gavin Brzezowski. Bears jump to a 4-1 lead in the first inning over Bakersfield. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. We're going to be young in some areas for sure, but we're going to be talented. So uh, I'm excited to see us get going again. I, I hate to see the season end because we didn't have the year we wanted, but at the same time, it's time to turn the page. But I'll be anxious to get back going again in August as soon as we can get the guys here. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Monday. Glad you're with us alongside Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studio. We're glad you're with us this afternoon. A little baseball in the open there as the baseball Bears finish their season over the weekend. Wish they were getting ready to go to Arlington in the Big 12 tournament, but not this year. So uh, we'll visit and wrap up the season with Mitch Thompson coming up in the hour. Glad you're with us, uh, Aaron. Good to see you. And uh, baseball did end the season with a sweep of Cal State Bakersfield. Add that to the win over Tarleton last Tuesday, and the Bears end the year with uh, four straight wins. Yeah, it was a tough season. We knew it would be a rebuilding season, but it was a great way to end it. And, yeah, always good when you can end with a win. Uh, Baylor finishes 20-35. and 35. That is the final record. Not a good record for sure. Mitch would be the first one to tell you that. All the other assistant coaches and players would tell you that. But, uh, but a lot positive comes out of this season. Fun to look forward uh, with some of the young guys. And, and now they have a full season to recruit also. Remember last year? Yeah. Kind of came in late and had a short time to recruit to try to build up the roster. Yeah, it's really tough to basically try to get a whole Division One college team because uh, uh, so many people had left through the uh, transfer portal. Right after Coach Rod, you know, left, and before and during, you know, Coach Thompson's early time as a baseball coach. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't an ideal recruiting situation. That the staff did a, a really great job with the time they had, but yeah, it'll be. I think a lot different this year with the full year under their belt. 
Yeah, I think so too. I I have full faith in these guys, and uh, it's really exciting even now to think about you know what it's going to be like when they tee it up again on February sixteenth. I think is the date sixteenth, um, seventeenth, and eighteenth. They open the season at the uh, Shriners Hospitals Globe Life Classic. So that's fun to think about even now. Before then, the Big Twelve tournament takes place in that building beginning on Wednesday. Uh, kind of a wild final weekend. Wasn't it a Big 12 play? <laughs> Would you have predicted what happened this weekend? I should have. I mean, you know, West, <laughs> right? Virginia, West Virginia's got to win one, one game. game. One game to keep Texas from winning the Big 12, and they yep. can't do it. Yeah. Just couldn't do it. Yeah. And Texas can, you know, has had a great season of athletics, and it continues. Yeah, the Longhorns swept West Virginia over the weekend, and Oklahoma State was playing Oklahoma. Uh, the Cowboys did lose one game, that middle game, so that allowed West Virginia, that would have been Friday, so that allowed West Virginia to clinch at least a share of the title. But with Texas sweeping them and Oklahoma State taking two of three from uh, Oklahoma and West Virginia losing all three, it ends up in a three-way tie for the Big 12 <laughs> title this year. How about that? That's uh, I would have bet money against it if yeah, someone right. had, had told me that. But it's uh, congratulations, but it's a little disappointing. I mean, West Virginia, it's got to be really disappointing for West Virginia fans. You had it locked up and just, you know, couldn't win one game. One game, it's, yeah. I, 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 to be honest, uh, wouldn't expect that at all. I thought West Virginia had a full head of steam. I thought they'd get at least one win in Texas, if not win two or win the, you know, win the series. But Texas uh, swept West Virginia. Texas ends the season by winning seven of their last nine Big 12 games and their last five in a row. So they end in a three-way tie. Texas, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, all at 15-9 and nine in conference play. So then you have to decide the seeds, or how do you determine the seeds for the Big 12 tournament? Well, you look at how those three did against each other. Uh, West Virginia was 2-4 and four against Texas and Oklahoma State. Uh, Oklahoma State was 3-3. Three and three. And yes, West Virginia, by virtue of the sweep, was four and two against the other two. So Texas gets the number one seed. <laughs> just a miserable weekend all around for West Virginia baseball. I mean, just everything you could that could go wrong, pretty much did. They still get a share of the conference title, and, yeah, and ten that's years not from now, nobody will remember yeah. the the circumstances, but. Well, no one will remember the circumstances except for West Virginia players and fans and Texas right. players and fans right. because uh, it was it was not. There's no way it should have been a split title. <laughs> it just shouldn't have. So three way tie for first. Uh, Texas, the number one seed in the tournament. Oklahoma State, the two seed. West Virginia the three seed in the Big 12 tournament. Uh, by the way, 15-9 and nine was their, la their final conference record. That is uh, the fewest wins for a conference championship in the Big 12 era. So 15 and nine. So that says to me uh, a lot of not bad baseball. It says a lot of parity in this league. You know, they just all knocked each other off to the point that no team or a couple of teams were dominant this year. Yeah, I guess it's kind of fitting that it ended up in, in such a mess up top because it's right, it's been right. like that the entire year with one team being in first place for a week and then they go and lose two or three on the road to whoever and 
you know, they'd get jumped in the standings, and that pretty much happened the entire conference season. And when the race was over, there was a three-way tie. <laughs> yeah. So three-way tie at the top, 15 and 9. Uh, TCU and Kansas State tied for fourth at 13 and 11. TCU uh, was the preseason pick to win the league. They are the number four seed by virtue of their series victory over the fifth-seeded Wildcats. And here, here's the way things shake out in the tournament. It begins on Wednesday. Wednesday morning, how about 9 a.m. baseball <laughs> in no Arlington? Thanks. First game, <laughs> 9 a.m. Four-seed TCU takes on number five-seed Kansas State. 9 a.m., it's on ESPNU. Ele- uh, no, 12.30, top seed Texas versus number eight, Kansas. That's on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. Four o'clock, number two seed Oklahoma State versus number seven seed Oklahoma. So a repeat of Bedlam there, first round of the Big 12 tournament. That's four o'clock on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. Then the nightcap, 7.30 or thereabouts, three seed West Virginia versus number six seed Texas Tech. And that is on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. So uh, tournament beginning on Wednesday. And, uh, again, Baylor missing out on the Big 12 tournament for the first time in the history of the Big 12 tournament. Uh, Baylor and Oklahoma were the only two schools that had never missed it. And this year, Baylor is out. So Oklahoma, the, the only team standing that has made every Big 12 tournament. And as Pat Combs uh, correctly said on the air this weekend, he said, well, that'll end after next year, won't it? <laughs> right? It will. Absolutely. That's right. So uh, so the field is set. The seeds are set. Big 12 baseball uh, without Baylor this year, unfortunately, in Arlington for the Phillips 66 Big 12 tournament. Um, that is baseball. And, again, we'll hear from Mitch Thompson coming up in just a bit. Let's take a break, and we'll look at the uh, softball weekend. Baylor bows out in the Salt Lake City Regional. Uh, three other Big 12 – the Three other Big 12 schools uh, we're all hosting, and they move on to Super Regionals. We'll look at that when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us on this Monday afternoon from the Alan Samuels Studios. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Keep up with your Texas Rangers right here on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, this one's gone! In opposite field, grand slam for Josh Young! It's 4-0 Texas. LeMahieu being waved around. Here's the throw from Garcia. Play at the plate. He is out at home play. A perfect throw by Adolis Garcia. One hop into Jonah Heim, who applies the sweep tag. LeMahieu. It's Ranger baseball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC.
spring is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I want to thank everybody for the jam up April and ask for more of the same in May. If you're thinking about trading or selling your vehicle, we will offer you $1,000 of our wholesale value, which will save us a trip to the auction. So don't be fooled by all those big discounts offered by some. Totally find out that the hidden cost can cost you thousands. Buy from people you can trust without all the gimmicks. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad. Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. with us on a Monday alongside Aaron Sexton from the Alan Samuel Studios. Hey, glad you're with us uh, this week and today. And I was thinking this week, final week of school for a lot of youngsters around the area. If you're in that pickup line right now, be careful, drive carefully, and uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I know for the Midway schools, Thursday is the last day of school for this semester. Back with us, and we're brought to you in part by Alliance Bank Central Texas independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. Two locations in Waco, one in Temple, one in Georgetown, that is Alliance Bank Central Texas. Also a reminder about uh, Sterling Clothing Company, that new boutique style clothing that 
really doesn't do it justice. Uh, men's dressy casual clothing, good for every day at the office or perhaps dinner that night, but also short swimwear, athletic wear, and shoes for the pool or attending a game. All at Sterling Clothing Company. Where is it? It's brand new at 2012 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco and available at sterlingclothingco.com on Facebook and Instagram. They're closed today, back open tomorrow, open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, Sunday noon to 5. That's out in Ridgewood Village, far end of Valley Mills Drive, 2012 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco, Sterling Clothing Company. All right, softball, we mentioned uh, Baylor bowed out of the NCAA Regional there in Salt Lake City. They uh, they lost their first game to Ole Miss. They bounced back, won a wild game against Southern Illinois, had a 9-2 lead in that game and had to hold on and go to extra innings before winning it over the uh, Salukis. That eliminated Southern Illinois. Baylor had to turn around and play Ole Miss again and lost to the Rebels a second time, so that eliminated Baylor Saturday night from the tournament in Salt Lake City. The host uh, Utah Utes went on to win their regional uh, with a win over Ole Miss on Sunday. So Utah comes out of that regional, their regional, uh, advancing on to the super regional. I think... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think only two hosts didn't win in advance. Do you know that for sure? Not for sure. Okay. No. I think I, uh, we'll double check here, but UCLA, UCLA. is number two. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, that's that was a biggie. I'm not laughing at their misfortune. I'm right. just, I, it's more of a kind of a shock laugh because uh, <laughs> right. they, yeah, they're number two in the country hosting a regional and they are out after the first weekend. It's, it's kind of shocking because they always make deep runs, including last year when they made the Final Four. Yeah, exactly. UCLA, the number two overall seed, they don't even make it to the finals oh, of yeah, their no, regional. They didn't, yeah, they did make – they got eliminated in semifinals right, by Oklahoma. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, they don't even make the Super Regional this year. Yeah. That's uh, – yeah, that's a huge disappointment for that program. San Diego State won that regional hosted by UCLA. Uh, there are three, actually, hosts that did not win and advance. Uh, another one was Arkansas hosting in Fayetteville. Oregon came out of that regional. And the other one was uh, LSU hosting and uh, their in-state rival, Louisiana, call them Louisiana Lafayette, uh, came out of there and won over LSU. Yeah, and it's it's so unfortunate that Dari wasn't able to pitch. I think it would have made a huge difference, for obviously, for Baylor this yeah. weekend because you saw that the teams that they beat, you know, the team, the Texas team that they swept, yeah, won. Tennessee, a team that they beat both times Twice. they played them, won their regional. Yep. Louisiana won the LSU regional. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just they played a, a great schedule. They had a great record against that schedule, but just uh, some injuries late in the season just – really really cost them so let's add this up so out of the 16 teams still alive in super regionals baylor has wins over four of them right the one win over oklahoma yeah uh three over texas two over tennessee and one over, over louisiana yeah they got swept oklahoma state shouldn't have should have right, won the right, first game right but not going to go back into that yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but uh yeah they they've got wins over four of the uh, the sixteen remaining teams sixteen that are still teams, alive. Yeah. yeah. So uh, from the Big Twelve, Oklahoma State wins their regional. They were down, uh, had to come from four runs down to beat Nebraska. 
uh, in their regional final yesterday in Stillwater, but they did that. Oklahoma State squared uh, their number six national seed. They're matched against Oregon, uh, not a national seed since Oregon came out of the Arkansas Fayetteville uh, regional. So Oklahoma State and Oregon, they'll begin play on Thursday night. Uh, it says 9 o'clock. That's got to be Eastern time. Yeah, it is. 8 o'clock on uh, Thursday for that opener, Oklahoma State and Oregon. Oklahoma, uh, foregone conclusion, uh, they they sweep through their regional. Uh, Aaron, they are now at 46 wins in a row. Going back to the loss to Baylor on February 19th, they are one shy of tying Arizona's all-time record-winning streak of 47 straight. Yeah, I forgot who did they play Cal in their regional? Was that one of the Cal teams? was there? Yeah. Hofstra, Cal, Missouri were the other three teams. Cal there. actually scored a couple runs and had mm. a three-run home run mm. brought back into the stadium by the Oklahoma center fielder, oh I believe. Gosh, really? One of the outfielders, obviously, but yeah, they still would have lost handily. It was still a run rule game. Yeah, but they showed they could that Oklahoma can at least be scored on. You just have to be able to not let them score 15 runs on you, which very few teams have been able to do this year. Yeah. So Oklahoma, the number one overall seed, uh, two-time defending national champion. Uh, they are matched with 16th seed Clemson. And that Super Regional Series begins Friday, 1 o'clock our time. It's on ESPN2 on Friday afternoon. And then Texas won their regional. Uh, I'm sure they had fun doing this. They beat Seton Hall in the opening round. Then they beat A&M twice. I don't, yeah. I got a little chippy from what Did I read. It? Yeah, yeah I a lot didn't of horns of down, <laughs> which I don't, I don't mind. Sure, I th- you know, I think that Texas fans get way, way too overly offended by that. Like it's a, you know, it happens at every college. You know, yeah. I mean, people do thumbs down for the Aggie, right. thumbs up. You know, it, it, anyway, I'm not going to get into that. But yeah, I heard that it was. Uh, a pretty good renewing of that rivalry. Yeah, it sounds like it <laughs> yeah, was. And it's always going to be a big game. It doesn't matter if they're, you know, if they're playing Yahtzee against each other. If it's Texas and Texas A&M, both those teams want to win really bad. Yeah, it's true. So they'll meet uh, They'll meet regularly in the SEC after next season. But Texas wins their regional. They're the 13th seed. They're matched against number four seed, Tennessee. Tennessee won their regional at home. Game one of that super between uh, the two UTs with different shades of orange. Game one Friday at 3 o'clock our time. It's on ESPN2. The other super regional matchups in uh, college softball. Stanford and Duke. And Duke is hosting that one. Alabama and Northwestern. Alabama is hosting there. Florida State and Georgia. Florida State got a no-hitter from their girl uh, yesterday to win their championship. Uh, The final was over South Carolina. And Florida State is hosting their matchup with Georgia. Told you Oregon and Oklahoma State. Washington and Louisiana. Uh, Washington is hosting that one. And that begins on Friday. And Utah, which won the Salt Lake City Regional where Baylor played, is uh, versus San Diego State. Utah is hosting. They're a 15th seed, but by virtue of uh, UCLA getting upset, uh, San Diego State coming out of there, Utah gets to host again as a 15th seed. Yeah, it's worked out really well for them. They have a really great shot at making the uh, College World Series. 
So they'll open Friday at 9 o'clock our time. It's on ESPNU. Those are the 16 teams still remaining and the uh, matchups in the eight Super Regionals set to begin on either Thursday or Friday. Uh, Also, women's golf for Baylor. They bowed out of the NCAA championships. They finish in 17th place. The top 15 after the three rounds advance to uh, uh, to the match play round, and Baylor was two strokes out of that. So they finish 17th. Women's uh, golf is completed for the season. Men's golf opens play at Aaron's favorite name, <laughs> golf course, Greyhawk, coming up on Friday. Uh, so that's it uh, from the weekend. Let's, uh, let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, as promised, we'll hear from Mitch Thompson, Baylor's head baseball coach. Uh, busy guys, you can imagine. They finished the season. He's got all these exit interviews with all his players. And, uh, you know, probably some, some hard conversations involved in that. But that's going on. But he took a few minutes to visit with us. We recorded it this morning. Let you hear uh, Mitch Thompson on the season that completed on Saturday. So we'll take a break and be right back. John Morris Show. We'll continue in a moment. Brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. And he's going to have to go get sensitivity training. Aaron, don't you wish we could all get sensitivity training before we hold off and said something stupid? It's interesting how different people see these things. I think, based on what he said, Bob Huggins is incredibly fortunate to still be coaching at West Virginia. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Like most of us, Ronnie Weethorn's reflecting on his dad these days. Who do you turn to for advice? When I needed a plumber, I asked my dad. When I wasn't sure what car to buy, I asked my dad. But one time, I chose my old mechanic, and that didn't turn out so well. Dad looks at me and says, what did you do that for? I could have told you not to use that guy. So what are you going to do when you need foundation repair? You better ask Dad. And Dad, if you want to be the hero, you better say, the foundation doctor. Only the foundation doctor will care for your kid's home the way you do. We never recommend work you don't need, and we offer the best products for the best value. The doctor will never be that guy. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Happy Father's Day. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Central Texas now has an exciting new store where customers will enjoy a boutique-style setting for men's clothing. Welcome to Sterling Clothing Company. 
There, you'll find men's dressy casual clothing, good for every day at the office or perhaps dinner that night, but also shorts, swimwear, athletic wear, and shoes for the pool or attending the game. Sterling Clothing Company features brand names not usually found at other Central Texas stores, including Onward Reserve, Johnny O, Turtleson, 34 Heritage, Seven Diamonds, and Two Under Underwear. This store has one-of-a-kind clothing for all ages. Locally owned and operated, Sterling Clothing Company, 2012 North Valley Mills Drive, Waco, and at sterlingclothingco.com and on Facebook and Instagram. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. Listen to the John Moore Show online at syntechsportsfan.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com that's universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure to check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. You know, it, it meant something to me that we didn't roll over and play dead. You know, that even through the face of adversity, they continued to, to hang together, to continue to work, to continue to try and, and develop. And so um, that, that's definitely a positive. It's time for our weekly check on Baylor baseball. Here's Baylor head coach Mitch Thompson with John Morris on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us as promised, our, uh, well, our final visit for a while with Mitch Thompson, Baylor head baseball coach season came to an end over the weekend. Lots to cover with you, but uh, but the way the season ended, you guys won four straight, uh, won your last road game at Tarleton, swept Bakersfield. Again, not the way that you wanted the season to go, but it was a good finish. Yeah, you know, overall, uh, you know, tough year. Guys, you know, guys battled. We, we didn't have great success on the field, not the success that any of us wanted to have. 
have happen. But uh, I'm proud that the guys continue to fight, continue to care, continue to to play hard, uh, and that we were able to get the last four wins of the year. And and uh, it, you know it uh, it doesn't solve the problems of the of, of early in the season, but at the same time, um, you know it says something about their character and something something about what we're trying to build. What was this like for you? I mean, you hadn't been through a season like this in a long time. Maybe maybe never. No, I've never been a part of one that yeah. was this tough. And uh, it, it, it's, it was the toughest year of my 33-year career, no question. Um, but you know what? It's, uh, it's something that I think we can all grow from. And, and you know, um, it's, it's not what we wanted, not, not necessarily what we expected. We knew we were going to have, have an uphill battle. It wasn't like we were expecting to come out and be dominant. And uh, here we are, you know, a College World Series team yet. We knew, we knew better than that. Um, but, but uh, you know, the guys hung together and, and the staff hung together and we continued to fight and continued to battle. And, and I think our guys got better. I think, uh, you know, when you look back at the beginning of the year and we returned one, you know, part-time position player starter and, and two home runs returning in our entire lineup to the experience that we were able to get for so many guys this year that I think will really start to pay dividends next year. And, uh, and you know, we've got help coming mm-hmm. in the recruiting on the recruiting path and, 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 a, and, and a nice class coming in and we're continuing to work right now. I mean, our coaches are already on the road. Uh, we're hitting it. We're, 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 we're going to be hitting it as hard as we can. And so uh, we're continuing to, to improve the program and, and, and move it forward. One of the most impressive things was uh, how you and the staff and really all the players uh, kept it upbeat and positive and forward thinking. Uh, I mean, that that takes some doing. I mean, it, it seems like there was no pointing fingers, no infighting. I mean, that's a real plus. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's a credit to the staff for sure. And uh, and we are together and, uh, and, we, and we, you know, we're trying to build something for the future. And, uh, you know, it's not going to work just to beat, beat up on the kids and beat them up and beat them up and and, uh, you know, um, point fingers and, and, and create create bad bad feelings and this and that we got to fight through these things and it's a life lesson for all of us I mean things aren't always going to go well and when they do how are you going to handle it uh, are you going to keep fighting you're going to roll over and play dead and uh, you know I'm, I'm proud that the guys kept fighting and you know one of the things that I think that the people that came out to the ballpark and our fans were great all year they kept coming they kept coming and we were not a good team and they continued to come and I appreciate that so much because I know that they know what we're trying to build but you know our guys didn't quit and you know we'd get behind in a game and hey we'd come back and we had some big comebacks and we had some you know, we just didn't have enough success and so we've got to get better we know that and we're, we're well on our way to trying to do that. What are the areas that that maybe you see that we might not of improvement over the course of the year? Well, I think there's several, you know, there's several things. I mean, uh, you look at the, you look at our hitting. Our hitting got better, and we fought through a little injury bug there in the middle of the year too, where we lost some guys. But we got experience. You know, we're bringing back Colby Branch. We're bringing back to Plansky, Posey in our infield. Uh, those guys are all come back. Hunter Simmons. So, you know, our top four or five hitters, Court Castle improved this year tremendously offensively. You know, our, our top four or five hitters are com- coming back, and and uh, you know, we hit 40 home runs this year. 
that's more home runs than they hit the previous season, and they had three drafted position players on their on their team. So, you know, I mean, I, I think we're making strides there. I think our pitching made some strides here at the end. Uh, pitched well here definitely the last several weeks of the year and continued to get better. You look at a guy like Hamilton Oliver and what he was able to do this year I think was a plus. I think Grant Gallom probably had his best year coming out of the bullpen. We need help on the mound. There's no question, and we've been addressing that in the recruiting process from day one. We knew it, um, and we're continuing to work at it. You, you can't win if you can't pitch, and uh, so so we're expecting to have a, you know, we had two left-handed pitchers, one of them a walk-on this year that didn't even pitch last fall that we just kind of, hey, man, you pitched in high school. Can we do this again? And Ethan Calder did great with it. Yeah. You know, we'll have, we won't be quite as hamstrung there. So I think that uh, um, you know we're going to be young in some areas for sure, but we're going to be talented. So uh, I'm excited to see us get going again. I I hate to see the season end because we didn't have the year we wanted, but at the same time it's time to turn the page. But I'll be anxious to get back going again in August as soon as we get the guys here. And here we go. Yeah. Uh, what about the season by Colby Branch? Gosh, that was fun to watch. Think about a true freshman and what he did over the course of the whole season. Yeah, really good. Uh, really consistent. That's the thing that I think, you know, um, and he played, a, he played a good shortstop and, and he's probably, you know, to be honest with you, and we've talked to Colby about it, he's not a true shortstop. He's a second baseman, third baseman but man he played a good shortstop and to have eight errors on the season the consistency that he was able to play with uh, and we put him there because throughout the entire fall every time the ball got hit to him it stuck in his glove man you know he's got this knack and and he does a does a heck of a job there defensively but then the consistency that he had offensively to be thrust into the role as a leadoff guy the first half of the season uh, as a freshman, you hear you're leading off the team to now transitioning to a three-hole guy. And, uh, you know, um, and it's sometimes not having a whole lot around him to help protect him and to do that. His consistency and, and ability to pr- produce were was outstanding. And he's definitely uh, a great kid and a great worker. And we're so happy he's here. It's going to be a, it's going to be fun watching him continue to develop. He's, he's going to end up being a, being one of the Baylor greats in my opinion. And, and uh, we're going to keep working with him on that. Yeah, sure was fun to watch all year long. Uh, Max uh, Calderon did such a good job, like everybody else, keeping things positive and upbeat. One of the notes he had going into this past weekend was your pitchers had a 4.10 ERA in in the month or since May 1st and that probably went down a little bit this weekend well you know we we we, pr- we produce better here at the end there's no question and uh um, and, you know, we got, we got to keep getting it better than that even, you know. And so we're, we're going to be working at it. Coach Lev continued to work with the staff. And, our, like I said, our staff just continued to work and grind and develop and do all we can. And, uh, you know, um, they, 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 they did finish it strong. And, thankfully, we, uh, you know, it, it meant something to me that we didn't roll over and play dead. Mm-hmm. You know, that even through the face of adversity, they continued to, to hang together, to continue to work, to continue, continue to try and, and develop. And so um, that, that's definitely a positive. 
What's the summer look like? I know you guys are going to hit the road. Uh, where, do your players spread out and play or stay here and do uh, weight work? Yeah, we got we got players doing both. I mean, we've got guys that uh, that are staying and, and continuing to work and get stronger and taking a class here or there. Some of the, some that are going home and working a little bit, but they're all lifting and 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 you know trying to get their bodies healthy again. We've got other guys that are going off and playing. Um, you know, a lot of different collegiate leagues and you know some some guys that are doing a little both. You know, I mean there'll be a few guys that go off and play the first first month of the season and then come back and get in the weight room and and uh, you know we've got to continue to develop strength. I mean we were we were physically undersized, uh, not as strong as as what we need to be and we got to continue to develop that and uh, and we will. Uh, I know Coach Holland and uh, our strength program are working real hard there as well. So um, and then our coaches are we're going to be running camps all the time. We're going to be uh, traveling all over the country, scouring the nation for the next recruits. We're working 24, 25, 26 recruiting classes. Um, you know, and I'm proud of the work that those guys are putting in, and uh, and I'm gonna be running around my tail as hard as I can too. So it's a uh, it, it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a busy summer. Yeah, very much so. I know that. And and uh, we'll close with this. I think Baylor fans can be encouraged because you guys are working hard, and you know what you're doing. I mean, and it's not just sometimes people work hard, but they're kind of spinning their wheels. You guys know what needs to be done, know how to get it done. You're out there getting it done. Well, I appreciate that. I'm I'm very confident in our coaches that they know players when they see them. You know, when our guys come back and they, they've they seen somebody that, hey, we want to do this with this guy, we want to bring this guy here, it's not like I have to go, well, let me see if I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I trust them wholeheartedly. And Coach Dillon, Coach Lev, and, you know, and Coach Blair, and we're, you know, we're going to get him uh, – him out and about as well as we as soon as the NCAA allows that to happen which will be coming pretty quick and and uh, lots of experience there we've seen players for a long time we know what we know what good looks like and so uh, we're going to be working at trying to go get more good and bring it in here and uh this school always sells. It's always got. A, it's always got a place. It's always. It's 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 a it's a place that people want to be, and we're going to keep going finding the right guys that want to be a fit for us that are going to help us get back to that national prominent place that we want to be. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mitch. Thanks, thanks, John. I really want to say appreciate the fans. Appreciate them all year long. I thought they were fantastic. Our heart of the order group uh, was was great, and uh, and I know it was a tough year for all of us. Uh, but uh, there's better days ahead. So uh, put a smile on your face. Get ready. We'll look forward to seeing you next February out here. It's Mitch Thompson completing his first year as the Bears head baseball coach. Again, great to have Mitch back and, and the staff he has put together. He mentioned it in passing there, but uh, it looks like, and I don't know the timetable on this, but the NCAA is going to add an assistant coach, full-time assistant for baseball mm-hmm. this summer. Jim Blair is sitting there as the volunteer assistant. All of a sudden, if you make Jim Blair a full-time assistant, he gets to go out on the road recruiting. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> man. It just gets that much better. Better for Baylor baseball. I remember when that rule change was announced. Yeah. I had it on Campus Confidential, and that was exactly what I was thinking. I yep. was like, "That's going to help Baylor." Exactly, big time. Yeah. So it's great for uh, it's great for Baylor. It's great for Jim also, who you know, kind of, kind of, not really, but donated his time this year Absolutely. as the volunteer assistant coach. <laughs> the most decorated 
volunteer assistant coach uh, yeah, in the country, <laughs> I don't think it would be even close. <laughs> That's true, except there are some schools out there that bring in like a That's true. Uh, uh, like a Roger Clemens right, or something. Or an ex-head coach that still wants yeah, to be around yeah, the yeah, game, yeah, yeah, yeah. things like that. Yeah, no, no slight to Jim Blair no, whatsoever, no, but um, great to have him on staff, and it'll be great uh, when he gets elevated to that full-time status. So, uh, again, I have no concerns whatsoever. I told Mitch a lot of times when you're going through a, a bad season, you know, a rough season, no matter what the sport, um, you know, for us that are broadcasting, you can't wait for the season to be over. But this one, I didn't feel that way, you know, and I didn't do every game. I admit that uh, Derek, uh, Derek Smith did every game. But, uh, you know, I was out there a lot and I never felt, oh, come on, get this over with. This is a pain. This is painful to watch. Uh, you could just see the positive aspects of this team with the young guys and how they got better and just the positive things that happened as the season went on. Yeah, and we've talked about it all year. We knew it was going to be a tough first season, and it was. But as Coach Thompson just talked about, They've got a ton of returning players. They've got a, a recruiting class that they will have had a full year to recruit, yep. which they obviously didn't last year. And those are huge, huge differences from last year. Very much so. So that'll pay dividends uh, coming really quickly. So uh, fun to think about that. And again, Baylor opens at Globe Life Field, um, the Shriners Hospitals uh, Classic there at, or it's got a new name, Shriners Hospitals Globe Life Classic, I think is what it is. Um, to start the season next February. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Uh, it is a big birthday day, Aaron. Uh, it was a big birthday weekend, it was. right? So we're gonna we're gonna go back and get, make sure we cover significant birthdays from the weekend, uh, and and maybe one of the birthday boys will join us when we come back. Do you think he will? I think so. Okay, so we'll check on birthdays when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us, John Morris Show, brought to you in part by. Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Great new location, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6. It's a new store, but you'll find the same great customer service and low prices that customers expect. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, the same family-operated business covering four generations. John Embry now has handed things off to Braden Embry. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe on the web at pioneerboys.com. Remember, they deliver and unload locations in Waco and Bryan. The new store, check it out. A lot more space to serve you better at 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6. Keep up with your Texas Rangers right here on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, this one's gone! In opposite field, grand slam for Josh Young. It's 4-0 Texas. LeMahieu being waved around. Here's the throw from Garcia. Play at the plate. He is out at home play. A perfect throw by Adolis Garcia. One hop into Jonah Heim, who applies the sweep tag. LeMahieu. It's Ranger baseball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. 
Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 48 months, or save $300. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Up to 60% off storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store, it's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town, featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies bring two or more friends for ladies' night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. Back with us, final segment, John Morris Show on a Monday. We're glad you're with us today. Lots of birthdays, uh, anniversaries, all kinds of things to get to here in the final segment. So let's get going on that, um, Aaron. Uh, but first, how about uh, the Matt Mosley Show coming up top of the hour? What do you guys have planned between four and six? We will talk with Baylor Volleyball Coach Ryan McGuire. He's got the, the Baylor Volleyball with a big announcement over the weekend. We will talk about that. We'll also talk about the NBA playoffs. Everybody was, I think, not me, but most people, I think, were looking forward to the Celtics and the Lakers in the finals again. And <laughs> Not going to happen, probably is probably not going to happen, no. The odds are very, very, very slim. They're probably about the same as uh, hitting the lottery at this point, considering no team has ever come back from a 3-0 deficit in the NBA playoffs. Never happened. Never happened. It's happened in uh, hockey and Major League Baseball, I believe, once each or maybe twice in hockey, but never in 
the NBA. So we'll talk about the NBA playoffs and how <laughs> it's all in how you look at it. I think it's better to talk about how good the Heat and the Nuggets have been than to focus on the Celtics and the Lakers like some networks have been yeah, pretty much true. all day. <laughs> because there's a reason why the Nuggets were the number one seed all year long. They're one of the best teams in the league, and they're showing that. And the Heat didn't have a great regular season. But if you've got Jimmy Butler and uh, who else? Did I mean, trying to think. Kyle Lowry, you know, I mean, they have some really good players. They're obviously led by Jimmy Butler, but they're a very talented team. Nobody thought they'd beat the one and the two seeds, and I get that. But yeah. It doesn't take away from how good the basketball team it is. All right, very good. So that's coming up on the Matt Mosley Show. Keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, mention some birthdays. We'll start with today. and or do we? Okay, you tell me. Do we start today or we go back to yesterday? Let's go back to yesterday. All right, all right. 21st of May, uh, birthdays from yesterday. Oh, look, it was <laughs> Matt Mosley's birthday yesterday. And look who joins us now. Happy birthday to you, Daylight. Well, I appreciate it. And, I, you know, today, uh, John, on that group text, when you offered me a happy birthday, I don't care if it's late or whenever, I was excited to hear from you. <laughs> and I expected, you know, Ward and Aaron to immediately jump in. And, and that did not happen. Uh, now, this is true. Uh, Aaron has separately I, sent me something. Still waiting on Ward. Ward has. Ward has Ward's a busy man. To, yeah, yes. he's a busy man. Sure. Very busy. And uh, but I did appreciate that. Appreciate the recognition. And uh, it's a uh, you know I I never felt like I was the type of guy to tur- that would turn fifty. I, you know, just Ooh, did, the big five. Join yeah. the club, man. Yeah, it didn't really seem like something that would happen to me. Uh, but it happens, and as I've heard my dad say many times, you know, it, 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 whatever the saying is, it beats the alternative. But I yeah, would right. say, John, not by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. What'd you do for your birthday? Well, uh, w- the night before, on Saturday night, went to uh, Kaufman County, and it's kind of neat. Got to see uh, my sister, brother-in-law, their three kids. What they do? They have a parade uh, for you there or something? Uh, yeah, Kaufman just rolled out the red carpet. <laughs> yeah, nice, and, very uh, nice. But as I'm turning 50, my grandmother is getting ready to turn 100. Oh, so she wow. was right at 50 when I came into the world, <laughs> and uh, she is still hanging around and, and doing great. And uh, so got to celebrate with her. So very nice. Francis uh, Ellender Lawrence is, uh, or Hendricks is her middle, you know, her uh, her maiden name. But she, uh, yeah, and her grandparents, by the way, or her parents, both went to Baylor back in the day, about 19, circa 1916. Wow. Her parents were at Baylor, and that's how we've arrived now. John, uh, we'll have a fifth generation bear this coming fall. I love it. My nephew will be on campus. I so, love yes. it. That's great. Yeah. Very good. Sound yeah, like a good it birthday. Was, it was. It was nice. And then yesterday was pretty restful and just watched uh, watched a lot of golf, watched the PGA Championship, then watched basketball last night, although that was not much of a matchup. But uh, <laughs> and, and throughout the day, just buddies would kind of show up, and, and nothing was really arranged. It was just like, hey, can you – hang out or can i come by and then my buddy daniel last night brought some uh 
of that new Dr. Pepper float. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bluebell over. Yeah. I'm sure you've, you've given that a go. We, we and, tasted, uh, taste tested it on the air we last did. week, so pretty good. Ooh, pretty nice. good stuff. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm not opposed to it at all. all right. It brought back memories of all those... Uh, the uh, Dr. Pepper float hour yeah. uh, that happened uh, for many, many years at Baylor, and I assume still is happening. And uh, generally, I think, John, what was that, Barfield Drawing Room? Still is happening, yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, that, that room, to me as a kid, that was a magical-type place. You know, that I, I don't know what it was about that room. And then continuing on through uh, my undergrad days at Baylor. But that was uh, that's where it happened. And I remember going and taking a professor you know, like I finally learned that if you got to know your professors, it might help your grade right, in some respects. Right. And I either took my professor or I grabbed one and took it to her. But it <laughs> dawned on me. I'm like, why have I not been attending this thing? It's like 200 sorority girls and like five or ten guys. Like that. this should have been a place that was kind of early on in my time there. But you live and learn. Very good. Glad you glad you discovered that before you got out of there. And, and it is still uh-huh. going. So not during the summer, but it's still going strong. Well, happy birthday to you. Well, I appreciate that. All right. And uh, we're going to just continue to, to celebrate. I uh, had pro- thought maybe Eminem uh, Broadcasting, the management, would say, hey, Mosley, take a day off. <laughs> Have a day off for your birthday, especially since it's just such a big one. And uh, but that did not happen today. So we'll do we'll do the show and just have a big time. Very good. All right. Well, celebrate away. Don't just stretch it out. You know, for 50, you ought to just stretch out your birthday for a week or a month or something like that. Yeah, I uh, I, I may do that. And today I celebrated. I played about an hour and a half of tennis. Nice. And I was concerned that turning 50 would mess with me mentally. Uh, I would not be as effective out there, but uh, but the guy that I play with, <laughs> one of my other buddies calls him the Washington Generals. I, <laughs> I hope he's not listening. But That's great. I do tend to beat up on him, and he's he's a decade younger than than I am. So it's, it was good to him. still, yeah, yeah, took care of him good. today. And uh, but but don't, <laughs> I do kind of feel like I need a nap. I, this is, yeah, I don't know if that's a new thing or whatever. But, All right, um, Stephanie's yeah. coming into the studio, so we've got to, we, I've got to sign off. I mean, y'all continue, but I've got to sign off. It's Matt, It was Matt's birthday yesterday, Steph. I know. Yeah, okay. I know. Hang I on. texted and said happy birthday, so. Very nice. I was a Oh, she did, she did reach out, Stephanie and oh, her nice. loved one, Scott. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, very, very good. Very nice. All right, we'll hear more from you coming up in just a couple of minutes, Okay. <laughs> I guess so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Happy Thank you, birthday. John. I'll talk to you soon. All right. You bet. Matt Mosley uh, turned the big five zero yesterday, so happy birthday to him. Just mentioned a couple other birthdays. Aaron, I mean, these are all great people, but it sort of pales in comparison to Mr. Mosley. It's kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, I know. We should have started <laughs> with these. Russell Trippett's birthday is today. Uh, nothing second class about Russell Trippett. Appreciate him. Uh, happy birthday to him. And, uh, and that's it. I'm going to stop right there any any that you have birthday wise aaron just a couple today tommy john turns 80 he of the Mm. tommy john surgery and major league baseball career not the underwear guy (laughs) right right (laughs) and bernie toppin uh the world famous songwriter who has uh wrote the lyrics and co-wrote all of elton john's hit songs over the years yeah turns 73 he's a member of the uh 
Songwriters Hall of Fame and was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last year. Well deserved. Does that surprise you that Tommy John is fit, is eighty? I'm shocked. I know. Me He's too. Older, how is he older than Bernie Thompson? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't get that. But if you had had me guess, I would have guessed. I don't know. Mid-60s? Late sixties. Yeah. I would guess late sixties, maybe 65, early seventies. Yeah. yeah. Wow, 80 for Tommy John. All right, very good. Uh, We appreciate uh, Mitch Thompson, who was on with us. If you missed any or all of that, you can go back and hear it and share it on the web, SyntaxSportsFan.com, or on social media at 1660 ESPN. Steph is ready to go here in the studio. The birthday boy, Matt Mosley, is ready to go. We'll hand things off to them, and Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow in the 3 o'clock hour right here on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, is that, I mean, don't y'all do birthdays in John Morris' show?